Hello and welcome to another podcast from Access Brokerage Real Estate. This is Jim Parker, broker 770-265-7293, serving all Atlanta metro areas, home buying and home selling needs. If you have any questions, give me a call 770-265-7293. The subject of today's podcast, how do you win a competitive bid in this residential real estate market? Well, I'm not recommending the retail end of buying an item, which is you break it, you buy it. And I'm not suggesting you break a door or a window or break a appliance and say, hey, I'll pay for the appliance repair or replacement as well as buying the house with this price. I'll just sort out this podcast in five categories, price, terms and conditions, offer optics, creative options, and prayer. How reasonable is your offer price? Are you going in at a reasonable price? If you're trying to get a discount in some of these markets, you're not going to get it. Look at the other competitive uh, sales, comparable sales. Look at the direction of the price that the market is going in in that sub-market. I've seen a subdivision go from 410,000 and a month later to 460,000 and then a month later over 500,000. In the subdivision I'm in, we've seen a $100,000 increase since November. That's 6 months. So whether you go in lower at or above their asking price, and some deals have gone in 20, 30, 40,000 above and still lost. Whether or not the market direction is right and how you see yourself in that house, how much you want to live in that area. There's a lot of factors that play into it just besides price. And I'll get into those in just a second. The second category I wanted to cover briefly is terms and conditions in a contract. Now, Typically in Georgia, we've got a form that you fill out. There's a blanks in there that the agents fill out for closing date, closing costs, uh, price, um, closing attorney. You've got earnest money, et cetera. So those factors are going to play into the seller's decision of a total picture of what you are presenting to them on your offer. Uh, Are you uh, asking for any closing costs? Are you going to have any uh, closing attorneys that, that they would rather use than, than you want to use. Um, and other things in the contract would be contingencies. There's a, a due diligence contingency, whether you like the house or not, or if you find something that you don't like within a certain period of time, you can terminate the contract. It's a right of termination contract. Also, there's finance contingency if you're using a loan and appraisal contingencies. Now, the length of the period may matter. Uh, you may want to condense that a little bit to be a little bit more competitive with someone who wants a longer period, but just beware and ask your lender if they can conform to your time period, because the appraisals may take a little longer than you expect. And also you've got special stipulations that 
terms of the contract. Maybe you're asking for uh, furniture in the house. You're asking for a home warranty. If you're asking for them to fix something, you try these days, which I hate to, but you try to make it as clean as possible and don't ask for a lot of stuff because that just bogs down it the whole thing they look at it and very detailed and asking a lot of things versus another offer that's similar that's not asking for as much uh, from the seller they may choose that instead uh, but just be upfront and what's important to you in that offer the third category is optics how does your your offer look compared to everyone else now i've mentioned the price before and they're going to look at price they're also going to look at all the uh, criteria you're putting in your offer, as I mentioned, closing date, closing costs that you're asking them to cover, where you're going to close it, when you're going to close it. Uh, are you asking for anything special that, you know, maybe they don't want to give up and another person is not even asking for that, uh, or something that they don't want to give up that you're consent that you're asking them to give up. You know, maybe it's an item in the house or maybe it's a, a feature of the house. They want done, something done to it. Uh, how does your overall offer look as compared to everything else? And in addition to that, have you gone out to get pre-qualified or pre-approved? There's a difference. Getting pre-qualified just means that you talked to a lender, gave them some information, and they wrote a letter. But if you're pre-approved, those first three steps did happen, but you've also given them documentation that they can run through underwriting really quick run your credit check and basically pre-approve you for a loan. All they need to do is update the information before closing. So that pre-approval looks better overall than a pre-qualification. So if you're going in and have two offers about the same and one person's pre-qualified and you're pre-approved, guess what? That seller is going to probably put a little bit more weight on your offer. Coupled with the pre-approval, is a consideration of how much money you're going to put down from a seller and listing agent point of view. They're going to look at a 20% down loan being stronger than a 10% down loan or a 5% down loan. They're going to see that 20% as not only you're willing to put 20% down, but you're financially stronger in the eyes of a seller and a listing agent. So 10% down or 5% down is going to show weakness to that seller. Regardless of what you think, the seller's going to look at you as being weaker. So the more you can put down, the stronger you look to the seller. Now the fourth category I would call creative options. And this is where you can talk to your agent to get their advice, not mine, their advice on what you can do to set yourself apart from other offers. Is there anything you can do with earnest money? There are some options there. Is there anything you do about appraisals if they don't come in? There might be. How about another form in the contracts that doesn't give you the right to terminate under a due diligence, but perhaps it does under inspections and certain conditions under inspections. So there may be some more creative ways to set yourself apart. Now be careful because NAR has said, Hey, those love letters to sellers saying how your family will be enjoying the holidays and what they'll be doing uh, throughout the community, etc., may be a violation of the fair housing laws. 
as I mentioned in an earlier podcast. So beware of that. Beware of what you say in a contract because it can be used against you. I just suggest that you get as creative as you can be by uh, through money or through other terms and conditions and just, you know, talk, like I said, talk to your agent and see what they have. Now, when I talk creative options, I'm not saying to remove your due diligence right to terminate in the contract, nor am I meaning removing your financing or appraisal contingency of the contract. These are important. These are important to you and protection for you. And regardless of the market, they should be in place. And even though these have been removed in certain deals, it is not wise to put yourself that exposed to a market that's increasing faster than people can keep up with. So using other terms and conditions, like I said before, maybe some non-refundable earnest money, maybe some option money, maybe a different set of requirements, uh, escalation clauses, etc. There's other ways you can do it besides giving up your rights and protection. And the fifth category, obviously, prayer. Lift up a prayer that the offer is acceptable. And this is the house that God wants you to get because he is in control of our lives and we can serve him better by doing the things he wants us to do. Thank you for joining me today and listening to the podcast. This is Jim Parker Broker at Access Brokerage Real Estate, 770-265-7293, serving all your Atlanta metro area residential home buying and home selling needs. Have a great week and God bless.